is up, Noodle Cups? This is your boy Jazzy Nips and your boy Ayel. And today we are bringing you a, a special episode of A Taste Of. And today's dish is Cherry Bullet. Bang bang. Uh, <laughs> we talked about Cherry Bullet in our last episode. Our and, main dish episode. And we got a lot of positive feedback. We got a lot of people who were able to listen to our podcast for the first time. And one of the listeners had a couple questions. I'll let Jazzy mention the questions and then give his personal take. And we'll take it from there. So one question that we were asked by a, a very curious listener was, do we feel that Cherry Bullet is going to change their concept in the future? And I honestly believe so. I can't really say where they would go i mean they might want to try like a girl crush i would really like to see that uh we all know q a was pretty much very cutesy and standard debut for for a pretty young girl group where they were just adorableness <laughs> and i didn't really it's, it was very just kind of common for me honestly but i would yeah, especially with their comeback. You know, I mean, I could I could see them still kind of going in that concept. But maybe try to change it up or, yeah, even go with Girl Crush. And that, I think they're way too young right now to try anything like their, uh, if you want to say sister group, which is AOA. I really doubt that they would try to go anywhere near that area because that was all. AOA was primarily known for being very mature it was very like sexy and super girl crush concept and i really doubt that they would go for that anytime soon but still maybe change it up maybe try to go a little bit what do you think maybe like so i'm not even really quite sure if they would need to or have to switch their concept up uh, mamamoo just came out with their new single and it followed pretty standard mamamoo for me is what i said with my first reaction with it uh, it sounded like it could be um starry nights like first cousin um and they didn't switch it up too much at least in my opinion from other stuff that i've heard from mamamoo i know twice kind of plays it safe black pink they all kind of stick to what they're good at the only group that I could think of this morning that kind of really gives us different concepts a lot is Red Velvet. Uh, and we talked about how Red Velvet has the fruity concept and then the velvet side of it being, you know, the darker, more girl crush type concept. So for Cherry Bullet, I mean, their name kind of gives you kind of like Red Velvet where they could do the cherry, fruity, bubbly side and give you the bullet of the more adult or girl concept or girl crush concept. But for me, I think Q&A was a really good solid debut. I don't think they have to stretch it out too much. I think they can continue with this more cutesy concept, at least for another two, three comebacks. And then, you know, maybe give us something new. That's just my opinion. Good take, good take. So, another 
side of question that we've got was, do we do we believe realistically that, uh, especially a, a group that comes from a small company, do they have the chance of being very successful compared to, of course, anyone from that comes out of the big three, which we all know are JYP, SM, and YG Entertainment. And it might take, I honestly believe so. And of course, a big example, as everyone is aware, is BTS. They're pretty much the biggest group in the world at the moment. And they're from Big Hit Entertainment. And Big Hit doesn't really have any other artists that come to mind or that have even that relevance of success that BTS has at the moment. But I mean, they're the ones that propelled Big Hit into such a a name, a huge name and household, and you know everyone's like, oh okay, yeah. When they think of Big Hit, they automatically think of BTS. So I do believe that, given given really two options, that one option is that yes, the company has to invest heavily into that group and uh, propel them where they need to be. And of course, secondly, and most importantly, is the listeners or the consumers of that group who have to also want that group to be bigger than life, so to say. Like the armies are, you know, BTS is fan based armies. They're pretty much what make the group as well because they're the ones that are spending their money and going out there to see the, the shows, sending them out. And also getting BTS all the views that have won them so many awards. So if the if the fan base is strongly behind the group, they can make or break a a group that comes out of a small entertainment. And honestly, if Cherry Bullet has a strong enough fan base going forward, they can they could be very successful. I think. I'm going to agree with that. I I don't want to get into it too much just because I'll just be repeating. What I got to say is a lot of it is fan service. So I know me and Jazzy Nips are really into Cherry Bullet. And so in our own chat group, we're posting, you know, pictures of the group. We're posting YouTube videos of the group and trying to get everybody else into Cherry Bullet as well. We've been sticking or we've been going into the Amino app and interacting with people. And so far from all the groups, I actually think Cherry Bullet has the the fan group has been the most responsive to us. They're the ones leaving us comments. They're the ones that actually brought on this second episode of Cherry Bullet. So I actually do want to thank you guys for listening and for actually contacting us and being able to, you know, interact with us because that's really what we want. We want, you know, a giant group of K-pop friends. Thank you for that. And basically, I guess our last uh, part of the segment is uh, the last question that was brought up to us. And they just wanted us to kind of dwell more into who is who are our favorites from the group and why our biases or bias records are or name placed so I guess I don't did you want to go for or me 
Okay, jetzt bin ich... Okay, so for this segment, I'm going to let Jazzy Nips go first, only because I have a very sad story. And I'm a little too sad to start. <laughs> Hashtag justice for Kokoro. <laughs> That's gonna be a new trend, everybody. Let's get it popping. So, <clears throat> with me, I guess I've stated, G1 is my personal bias, and I chose her just because of her personality, from what I watched in Insider, and then from actually from the Q and A music video. Because if we're gonna be honest, from just from the teasers. When they were coming out, just going by that aesthetics alone, I was leaning more towards May or Uju, if we're, we're going to be honest. And as the when they finally debuted with Q&A and just seen G1 and all her, <laughs> her beauty, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know what, I switch it up. And then... When I started, when I found out that they had the Cherry Bowl, the Insider, and when I watched those, firstly, you know, just seeing her, her quirkiness and her being so, uh, I want to say, she was not, not klutzy, but kind of like she was, but not in that sense where like most people, when you think of klutz is, you know, they're very forgetful or they you know always like cause little mishaps and all but it's just that she has that that kind of like that mindset of it where she's just kind of blank spaced i guess i don't know <laughs> well regardless she's very i guess beagle like i know that's a term and i just fell for it i just fell in love with it and that's why i decided i was like oh my gosh this this moment is the one for me <laughs> And another favorite, honestly, was Bora. I really love Bora's personality. She was very 4D. She had that 4D personality, in my honest opinion. And I love that about her. Very outspoken and just so expressive. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing more of her. And as I stated in the in our main dish episode, and honestly, that's what I want to see is from Remy. I want to be able to see this 4D personality of hers. I don't know. It's maybe because it was the, the maybe first time being recorded. So maybe she, there was some jitters. But I didn't really feel that there was enough focus on her for us to see her personality. So going forward, when they do variety shows and also hopefully other shows like this, I would really love to see more of her, her, her 4D personality come out. So that's something I'm really hoping for. So for Remy, Whiteen. And now, if we had violin music to cue, I would say cue the violin music. Because over the last couple of days, I've been a very sad boy. I was introduced to Cherry Bullet, I guess, right when they debuted a Q&A back in January 21st. 
I thought it was super cool that a K-pop group was debuting a couple days before my birthday. And so I got pretty excited. First reaction, like we talked about, I love the concept, the whole video game thing. I'm a 90s kid, and so, you know, those like 8 gig, eight gigabyte like video games I thought was super cool. And I think I've mentioned in our first podcast, there's groups where I pick one bias and then there's other groups where they're into every member is my bias well cherry bullet I think from the get-go from not even day one ish from day one was Kokoro um, she kind of won me over uh, during Q&A the subsequent you know pictures that we saw that I would post on Instagram you know, I just thought she was super cute. She has those smiles that we talked about. I don't know. Like, you can just see in her face is just, you know, super cute. It's kind of my, what's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of my MO from my biases. I usually go for the really cute bubbly ones. And so, Gokoro, from the very, very beginning, from the very first time we saw Q&A, she won my heart. Unfortunately, watching the Cherry Bullet Insider, she seemed to have won over other people. I'm not going to mention <laughs> any names. <laughs> so then we start posting to our group chat. And other members start agreeing with him. And in order to become Sana Rule, you have to have a unanimous decision by everyone and I was still trying to fight it. I actually posted a poll on the Amino app. Thank you, everyone who voted. Unfortunately, it was pretty much in favor of Kokoro becoming the entire chat group's bias. And so when that happens in our chat group, I'm on the market. I have to find another bias. And... I don't know. This one really hurt my feelings. <laughs> Normally, I'm one of those people that are like, yeah, the more the merrier. But with Kokoro, I thought, you know, she was the only one that she was. Uh, Cherry Bullet was one of those K-pop groups where Kokoro was my only bias. And I think the other members are cute, but... Um, as far as personal opinion, like I had just fallen in love with Kokoro. So, you know, I understand. I know one of the guys in our group chat, they mentioned that Kokoro looks like if Kang Mina from Gugudan and Chu from Luna had a baby, it would be her. And funny enough, those two members are actually part of this Sana rule that we keep teasing. So I guess it was only fate that she would end up there as well. Hashtag justice for IO. Justice for <laughs> IL. I'm going to put that on Instagram and Twitter. Everyone be on the lookout for it. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. It's okay. I'm not crying. It's just allergy season. 
There's Remy. <laughs> Remy needs love, everybody. Or Mire. Mire is also super adorable. Mire is cute. <laughs> oh, everyone, I believe that will conclude this episode of A Taste Of. So I just want to thank you all so much for giving us a listen. If you have any more comments or also maybe want to suggest groups that you want us to also delve into, we will gladly accept that. Hit us up on our Instagram and Twitter accounts, which will be, of course, down in the description. And we just want to say thank you. Uh, love you guys. And make sure you keep your noodle cups filled with love. And my heart's still broken, so I think that wraps it up for us. But before you go, the moon is beautiful, isn't it? Talk to you guys next time.